At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? This is the Marie Group here to talk to you about the Brick by Brick podcast with Antonio T. Smith Jr. and Tempest S. Smith. The Brick by Brick podcast is an amazing podcast that two CEOs come together in pure authenticity and transparency and they give you brick by brick how they built their company, the struggles they went through, how they made it through, and everything else that's happening in between from then to now. And they also, with their authenticity and transparency, make it relatable to you as the entrepreneur. Want to know the struggles and the triumphs of building a business? You better check out Brick by Brick. With Antonio T. Smith Jr. and Tempest S. Smith. You can plant better. You can dominate. We're very active CEOs. So we actually run business. We're not just figureheads. We actually run business and stuff. And you caught that, and I'm sitting up here eating pickles as to put something in my tummy. But that's all right. Day is day 13. I still haven't had no sugar, Coach D. Yes, we're saying this while it's recorded. I haven't had no sugar at all. Yeah, if you can grab that pickle for me, please. Y'all can't see off camera. I'm trying to grab them, dunking and diving for a pickle. And I don't have any more sugar cravings. Yes, yes, yes. That's crap. You you ain't got to clap for me. I clap for me. Sugar was crack. Crack to me. Cocaine. Let me tell you, it controlled my life. It did. All my money went to sugar. All of it. All of it. All right. Tempest, go ahead. Say something professional and professionalize this thing up since we're recording. Okay. Welcome to Rick Rod Rick. 
Um, thank you all so much for joining us. If you are listening to this podcast, you should make your way to the live Zoom call of this podcast. It is different. It is very fun, very out of our element, but it is what it is. I'm grateful to see all of your beautiful faces. Thank you so much for joining us on a Sunday evening or afternoon, depending on where you are. Um, this will be an interesting call as always. Antonio, while you are there snacking on pickles and resisting sugar, how are you today? I've got a mouthful of pickles. I'm doing pretty good. I am unprofessionally eating in front of an audience of people. Hold on. Crunch, crunch. I'm having a good time. And it's good to be alive and on planet Earth in this year of the money. How's that? That sounds good to me. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I know we got a fantastic. Oh, well, I got a whole lot to say. I'm like on fire right now. My okay. brain is in business mode. And it's going 100 miles per hour. But first off, let me tell y'all, it's really good to see you. There's a lot of new, well, not new faces, but new faces to this call. Got our main gal, Rebecca, back. I see her. Yes, yes, yes. She just got out of town from somewhere. I don't remember where she said. I just know she had a town trip. She spent some money, and now she is there. And then we got our wonderful, cute, dimpled CEO over there. Can we see the dimple? There it is. There it is. There it, is. it don't take much to see it. She got some deep dimples, y'all. Deep dimples. All right, Tempest, I'm done. You need to do some do something professional again. Make it. And by the way, we put it on the podcast. We're gonna keep all this in there too. By the way, all right, go ahead. Tempest. Of course. So let's just dive into our topic, which you want professionalism that never happens on this call. Uh, so we're talking about <laughs> talking about staying consistent. And I know that normally we do like a business type of thing. But I don't want to talk about just being consistent in your business. I just want to talk about staying consistent. Because if you're not consistent in your life, I know for a fact you ain't consistent in your business. So we need to get into your personal life a little bit first before we dive into your business. So is your business suffering because you're not consistent in your life? The answer is most likely yes. Because you don't flip. You don't flip. You right? You don't become something different in business that you're not in your personal life because you're still still the same you no matter what. So Antonio, uh oh, sounds like she's going to dig into our morning no, routine. I, I am. Ken. Glad you know. Yes, I am. Antonio, well, I'm, about to do, I'm about to do a lot more than that, but go ahead. Yes, ma'am. So before I get started, I want to say that teachings that we do during the uh, ACS Business University go full circle because I was struggling with a topic. And guess what I did? I told my audience and my audience said they struggling with consistency. So that's why we're here today. So, yes, we take our own advice and do what we ask and advise you all to do and apply it in our own businesses, in our own lives. So that's how we got this topic. So Antonio? 
yeah, so lot- the first comment I had. First comment, the very first comment, and I, I put construct, struggling with. She, she posed a question, "What do you need help with?" I, mean, I had no idea she was holding for our audience topic today. And I said, "With consistently working out." Okay, now that was my struggle, and it's really the only struggle that I have. And I'm gonna tell you why in a second. I am super consistent. It is insane how consistent I am. I am never not consistent until it comes to one area. I'll break that down here in a little bit. The only area in my life where I struggle with consistency is in one area. I'll come back to that. Do you have questions for me or can I just say some things real quick? I'll have your way. All right. How you do anything is how you do everything. You're going to have to receive that. Immediately, you're going to have to receive that. I am consistent in playing marbles. I'm consistent with my hair. I have the same haircut I've had since I was 14. I have same never facial seen hairstyle. Play marbles before. I will whoop your tail in marbles if you try to come over here and play marbles with me because I in like to dominate years, and win. I ain't never seen you play no marbles. <laughs> but game I got, Okay, so it's going down. Don't get me on them jacks, too. I don't know if y'all remember that, right? Get, get the one, then get two. Don't act like that. See, this, this is what we did before video games. I'm just saying, all right? So, all right, good. Foosball. Uh, whoop your tail in that foosball, too. I will. Chess. Chess. Chess is another one. I, I love – actually, chess is my favorite because – I don't want to tell you why. Just know that someone like me playing if you – know, if, you, if you ever heard me talk about what I want to do or what I'm looking at in the future – it's many moves ahead, and chess helps with that. But anyway, how you do anything is how you do everything. I don't just laugh because she's had a few conversations with me when I was playing chess with the world. Okay. <laughs> and Jack, yeah, your brother might kick my butt too. But if your brother ever beat me, I'm going to practice Jack all month until I come back and beat him. I'm just telling you. That's the kind of person I am. How you do anything is how you do everything. And I want y'all to receive this because this, hurt, this hurts most people. Because you think, simply just hit the nail on the head. You think because you struggle in this area, you're not going to struggle in business. That's crazy. So, so let me give you, let me tell you what the only area of my life, well, I don't want to tell you that yet because I want to build it so it could be a, oh my God, right? I want, I want that moment to happen. How you do anything is how you do everything. That means... If you're not faithful to the few, you don't deserve to be master over many. You don't deserve to be master over many. You don't. You don't. And the universe is not going to give you many when you can't handle few. It's the truth. It's the truth. If you won't sweep your carpet or vacuum, if you won't wash your dishes every night, then you can't pray for a new office. You can't do it. You, it, it just it, what you're saying is, I freely leave to nature the right to infest my living place with roaches, bugs, and all. I freely allow the insects to have more prosperity than me. That's what happens when you don't wash your dishes at night. That's what you're telling the universe. You can, you can 
say whatever you want to say, but that ain't what you're telling someone with a high level of awareness like me. You're saying, I don't care about my abundance so much, I want nature to take my abundance back from me. Am I making that make sense? That's those little things. So what you think is going to happen in your business? I don't care about customers so much, I want an Antonio Smith to take my customers back from me. Did I make that make sense, if it's... <laughs> Okay, I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. I know, I know, I know men, the same men that don't wash their hands after they use the bathroom is the same men that got their wife paying all their bills. Did I push that one too hard? Was that too hard? That was too hard? Yeah, I can't see it in audible, but my... My shoulders are being shrugged, okay? It's the same men that won't wash their own hands. It's the same men that want a woman to do, to be the man and the woman of the relationship. Same men. Because you do know, only reason men get a haircut, wash our hands, or take a bath is because of a woman. If y'all don't know that, men only do anything hygienic for women. That's the only reason. If it was just men on planet Earth, we'd be a bunch of Earth would sink. But if you don't wash your hands, you saying you don't care about no woman or no significant other, right? And you saying it's all about me. Last point I make here. If you late to everything, you saying I don't care about nobody's time but mine. Mm-hmm. We hitting hard today. Consistency. We hitting hard. I don't care about nobody's time but mine. It's over. I don't care. Forget all y'all. And then you laugh about You say, oh, I'm always late. It's always like that. No, it ain't. What you're saying is, I always only care about me. That's how I always be. Punctuality is a heart issue. Heart issue. Yes. Now, I don't struggle with none of that. I don't struggle with being consistent. I don't struggle at all with anything consistency except for one area. This is, I built all it up so you can hear this. Dang. When it comes to taking care of me, that's why I'm inconsistent. That's where I'm inconsistent. Oh, I am superhero consistent. Building a company, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Take care of customers, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Take care of tempers, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Oh, Adonia, I can take care of washing this, that, sink. Oh, you know, won't, won't, don't want the kids to get ate by no spiders, that ain't got nothing to do with me. But when it comes to working out every day, mm. oh, now you want me to take care of me? I don't know about that. That's real talk. Okay, it's back to you. You said I can talk, so I did. I mean, <laughs> what else is there to say? You can't <laughs> us for Phil for 14 minutes. I mean, you can keep going if you got it in you, because I don't know. I, I got plenty of me. I got plenty of me. It's honest, though. I don't take care of myself well. I don't, because somehow in my head, 
nurture. So you got the whole nature versus nurture argument. Not the way I was born, but I've been a provider for so long. I've been a provider since I was at least seven. At least seven. Six hours providing for me. Seven homeless. I had to, I had to, I was protecting people. But anyway, I've been a, I've been a, something wrong? Oh, okay. I've been a provider for so long that I ain't did nothing for me since the 80s. And I know I ain't the only one out there like that. Some of y'all ain't shot for you in a long time. You know everything to get people on their birthday. When it comes to you, you have no idea what to get yourself. Come on, don't fool me. <laughs> in case I bought a book. Yeah, that's what we do. We, we buy personal development stuff, right? We, we, <laughs> the other said, so <laughs> we'll gladly gift you a massage. Ain't going to never experience one for ourselves. Now, Tim, just tie all that back to business. Come on. <laughs> let you tie it back to business. So uh, back to that massage thing, that's what I decided to gift myself for my birthday. But if someone else wants to contribute because I don't like spending my money, I would happily send you my cash app or PayPal information. But that is something that I never experienced for myself. And I told myself last week that's what I'm gonna do for myself. Because I don't never do that. So thanks for thanks for re-putting that out there. No doubt. You know, Michelle G just put something in chat that sounds good, but that's bad. And that's exactly my doggone problem. I probably do it worse than Michelle G. She says, I just started this year because of health. Here's what that actually means. I started this year because I almost died. Or because I'm dying. In order for me to care about myself, I got to damn near lose my life. Y'all see the craziness in that? That don't make no sense, right? Now, that's, that she, she may be a little bit. For me, that's all the way me. That's all the way me. That's what it was. <laughs> and that don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. You, you don't care about your company when it's about to lose, when, you, when it's about to go bankrupt. You don't do that. Tempest, as far as you get this massage, and you know what, let me just ask you, let me just ask you a question just 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 because I already know the answer and I just want to laugh. Whose money do you enjoy spending? Everybody but mine. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. And whose money is that most of the time? Yours. Okay, there you go. All right. <laughs> That's the truth. She actually feels that way and she even got so so enamored with spending Everyone else's money. She she don't like spending hers. She don't like pumping her own <laughs> gas, all that stuff. <laughs> Opening her own doors. It, it's it, it's funny, yeah. It's funny. All right, Tim. So let's see. Break down for me. So everything I just said towards me. Give us some weaknesses that I have in business. Not. I, I, obviously, I don't have weaknesses in business towards anyone else. I do. I do that well. But where do I not take care of myself in business? And it's plenty of places, I'm sure. Um, I would say when it comes to paying yourself, 
you take far less than what you're worth. When it comes to taking time out for yourself, like days off, you kill yourself and then you take a day off, but then it's not a day off because the way your kids set up, they don't let you have a day off. So you just work till you don't, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Um, but I would say those are your struggles. You don't pay yourself the, you don't pay yourself what you're worth and you do not, you don't say no. People call you morning, noon, and night and you always answer the phone and I feel like people take advantage of that and I feel like you don't never say at this time I'm shutting down, I'm not answering the phone call. That's why got my number for number. me, <laughs> if you call me after a certain time, I'm not answering. I don't care what's going on. So I wish you would adapt that in your new season. I do understand. <laughs> my health wish is the same thing. <laughs> so do you see what Tim? Do you see how that the same? Remember how you do anything is how you do everything, right? So I want you to process this information. I responded consistent. I'm struggling with the consistency to work out all the time. That how I work out is also how I pay myself. Get it? How I don't say no to not working out is how I don't say no to answering the phone when I shit. All right, so say it, say it on the microphone. Dan, I want to say something on the So when it comes to anything dealing with you personally, you lack consistency with taking care of yourself. Y'all see that? So you don't get to say, well, you know what? But I'm good over here. Isn't it? I'm fantastic. I, you'd be hard-pressed to meet someone better in business than me, okay? And I'm not saying it from an arrogant standpoint. Just check my heart. You'd be hard-pressed. That don't mean... I'm consistent, right? <laughs> it means I am consistent and create the legacy and take care of other people. Over here, when it comes to Antonio, I am not consistent with that. Mmm. That's deep. That is deep. That's real deep. Some of y'all have a heart. Who who among you, and I'm 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 excited to hear. I want to hear some answers. Who among you that if you focus on your business, your personal life go down. If you focus on your personal life, your business life go down. I want to hear from that person. Oh. Okay, all right. Come on, Grace. And Grace and Michelle G. I want to hear from both of y'all. Come on. Y'all just two y'all the two brave people that want to throw themselves out. I have a one track mind and so when you tell me, Hey, I need you to do this, that's all my mind is on. So if you say, Hey, I need you to do this and it's business related I'm not thinking about me and what I need to do and for his health and things like that until it's time for me to eat. It's the only time I'm thinking about me. But then if you tell me, hey, I need you to do this and it's something on the personal side, I'm not thinking about my business. I'm not thinking about ATS. I'm thinking about what you just told me. And it's because I have a one-track mind. And when you tell me something, if you tell me something right now and say, I need you to do this for business, it's going to be right here. But then if you tell me something and say, hey, I need you to do this, it's personal. The business thing is going back here. And the personal thing is now right here. And the business thing is going to get forgot about until it comes back here. We're like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to do that. So that's that's my struggle. All right, before Tempest addressed that, because that's definitely a Tempest gift there. 
Michelle G, I want to see if you could say the same thing or something different. You got yourself muted. There you go. Oh, well, for me, it's a, it is a little bit different. Um, like I said, I didn't even start paying attention to myself until this year. And it literally took me almost to, well, no, it was probably, it was last year, actually. And it literally took me almost to die to actually focus on me. But anything that I do, I'm I'm always business focused. I'm always, my mind, it's like it never shuts off because I'm always thinking about, okay, how can I make this better? What can I do for uh, the business? It's to a point that um, I literally only sleep two, maybe three hours a night if I sleep that long. Sometimes it's just literally a nap, a few minutes. So even when I'm doing something that's for me personally, I'm constantly thinking about the business and what I can do to make it better or how I need to do certain things. David, before we get Gerald, you want to respond to either Michelle or Grace? Uh, Gerald can go. I can respond to everybody. All right. Gerald, it's on you. That's our resident. Yes, yes, yes. You know what? I, I'm I am off of mute. You know what? This is a very very interesting conversation, and the reason why I said it is because you know what's so amazing. First of all, as a leader, you were talking about that's what leaders do. As leaders, we for everybody else, and we consistently not look up, not look out for ourselves, and that's the sacrifice that we make. But the question that I have for the whole entire team is is that it's amazing of the criticism that we receive, you know, when you want to, uh, uh, when you focus on the business, as you said, now your personal life, wait a am I not doing this for my family? Am I not creating a legacy for my, for my kids? And so the question is, is that, Okay, we're doing all these things on a consistent basis. Is it because you're not aware of the sacrifice that's being made? So, you know, uh, uh, how do you get that balance? Okay, because the thing of it is, is that, you know, like from how I became successful in what, in what I have done to this point, and a lot of times people say, well, let's pray about it. Hey, look. Last time I checked, a parked car ain't going to go nowhere. But it's amazing that people that do nothing, I'm, I'm passionate about this conversation, people that does absolutely doggone nothing in life, where's the criticism? They sitting on behind not doing nothing. Watch the TV, not setting no goals, not doing nothing. But the minute that the leaders step out to do something, I can take the criticism, bring it on. Right, that's, that's all I just wanted to say. Because it's amazing that when a leader consistently makes sacrifices for everybody else, like Deanna said, you know, she ain't, ain't, ain't 
ain't got no massage, you know, uh, uh, or whatever. Because, hey, you're always looking to better everybody else, but we consistently forget about ourselves. And y'all hit me right between my eyes on this conversation. I'm going to go on mute. Back over to you. I've been featured on Forbes, awarded top 101 global developmental and training minds on Goldcast. It's just a wonderful ride for me that I got here by speaking. And now at this point in my legacy, I'm not interested in how much money I make, more about how I make my money. Therefore, I am taking select people, people with stories, people with intensity, people who want to value personal development over money. This sounds like you. If your blood is boiling right now, then I may be speaking to you. If you have that story that you know would change the world, if you change somebody and now you're addicted to it and you want to do it more, if you want to speak in front of 10,000 people, or maybe you just want to be famous, get your name out there and change the world. However it may be, however it happens, Bureau of Dominant Speakers is for you. It's intense. I won't lie to you. I'm a very intense person. It's very affordable. Look in the show notes, show notes, you'll see Bureau of Dominant Speakers. Click that link. And hey, let's dominate. Because you can do it. And this is your moment. Because you can do it. And this is your moment. Okay, Tiffany, we lit up a five some. Deanna wanna say something and Corey wanna say something. You writing all this down? Alright, she writing all it down so she can address everything. Good job, Jerry. Appreciate you. Deanna then Corey. Yeah, it was something Gerald said when he was talking about the your the family, the personal life suffering because of the business life. I deal with that on a consistent basis. I have people all the time telling me how to parent. I have a four-year-old son. What I'm doing is for him. The only person in my family that catches that is my brother because he sees what I'm doing. But I so and I get it all the time. We need to spend more time. With him. I'm sorry, guys. Can you hear me? <laughs> what Antonio? I have my I have people telling me all the time how to parent because I'm building. I spend a lot of I spend a lot of hours in the office. I get it all the time. You spend more time with him. You're spending too much time at the office. What are you gonna do about Don? This and this and that. And that. The only person that catches what I'm doing is my brother. So if I say, Hey, can you pick him up? I get no issues from that. But every, but everywhere else, it's like. So what Antonio taught me to do was incorporate. He has no issues with my son being being in the office. So when I started getting too many complaints, what I started doing, okay, so you complain, you want to spend time with, with your grandson, but you complain. I got you. So I started bringing him to work with me. My son knows the difference between the office. My son knows the difference between the houses. He also knows when mommy's working. He knows when mommy's training. And he knows he'll walk up to me. He's like, mommy, are you working? And I'll be like, yes, yes, mommy's working. And he'll go and play. Because I incorporated him, he's still incorporated. If I'm working at home, he walks up to me. And he'll say, hey, mommy, are you working? I'll be like, yeah, mommy's working. Give me one second. He'll say, okay, mommy. And he goes he goes and plays. And give him a few minutes, he'll come back. But they don't. But if no one in my business, that, no one in my, in my family has ever started a business. So there's no way they can tell me how to build my business and incorporate my child in my business. And that's something that I deal with on a, if, if nothing else is consistent in my family, that's consistent. 
So, Gerald, I completely agree with you. If you don't know, don't say anything to me about it. My brother doesn't know, but he sees what I do, and he shuts down anybody that approaches him at any given moment saying, well, she, and he'll be like, she know what she's doing, and she's doing it for her son. So if anything, if anybody come up to you telling you how to raise your how to raise your family and run your business, if they haven't done it for themselves, thank you. Goodbye. Well, Tempest, you didn't pick a good topic. <laughs> Let's see. Come on, Corey. Oh, we're gonna have to address Tiana stuff for show. You honey, you got yourself muted, my man. Okay. Um There you go. Um, I realized that in his lifetime, there are certain people such as myself who are just created to be givers and pleasers. And so a lot of times we suffer ourselves as leaders so that everybody else's dreams can come true. But we have to get to a point in life where we have to realize that if we don't learn to spoil ourselves and treat ourselves good, that everybody who's depending on us is gonna suffer. More so than anything, if you're the leader and you're not providing for yourself in a way that you're comfortable above the comfort level that you create just by yourself. A lot of times you will suffer you and when you fall, the whole business, the whole corporation will crumble. So you have to become a little more selfish in your leadership time just to make sure that you are provided for. Because if you are the head, the middle and the bottom, when that one portion falls, they all crumble. So as a giver and a pleaser, I've learned that, especially with the type of work I do, it's all day, 24 hours, 24 hours, 365, seven days a week. I never really get an opportunity where my phone is not ringing late night, early morning, afternoon, and it's always when I'm doing something for me. But we have to get a little more selfish, even with employees, because we all know as business owners, it's hard to find really dependable people who have the same drive and initiative that you have for your baby. So I encourage you to be more selfish for yourself while you're still helping everyone else reach their goal. Good stuff. Good stuff. Appreciate you, man. <clears throat> Definitely remind me to address Tempest, uh, Tempest, Deanna. Just write this out for me. Kids. And then remind me to address Corey and write this down for me. Put no and 100 billion. Put those two things and I know what I'm talking about. And 100 billion. It, it, it's memory jogger for me. <clears throat> Michelle G will let you put a bow on it and so Tempest can address everybody. Go ahead. Okay. I, I, I guess I'm not sure, uh, you know, where to draw that line at. You know, when Corey was saying that, you know, as far as taking care of yourself and taking care of your business, I guess, I, again, I don't know where to draw that line. Because okay. even with me going to the doctor, I take work to the doctor. <laughs> okay. We definitely going to help you out. <laughs> For sure. We definitely going to help you out. Hold on real quick, Tempest. Daryl, well, hold on, hold on, hold on real quick, Daryl. Write down for me, and I'm going to address what she just said, too, is tree and fruit. Just write that down, all right? And then put Michelle G, tree and fruit. Daryl, go ahead, and then Tempest, I'll address everybody. Go ahead, Daryl. 
All right, sure. I, I'm going to pick up where you and I left off earlier uh, in a conversation we had yep. before the call. Yep, that's and real good. We were talking about the same thing even you know, before this came up. And I really want to address Michelle as it relates to um, knowing where the line is. I don't know where your line is, but here's what I do know. Is that about two and a half years ago, I worked like that and I got two, three hours of sleep a night. And I woke up one morning about five, six o'clock in the morning and I was stumbling around the house not really knowing what was going on. And I got up and I did my regular routine, went and got coffee and uh, later found out somebody was telling me you're, you're slurring, your voice is slurring. And I came back home, rested, went out, did some more work. That afternoon, I finally realized when the left side of my face went numb that I was having a stroke. And I don't, again, I don't know where anyone's line is. Work is very important, but it's not worth your health. And I don't care what anyone says. I know we all got to get to a place where we can give up uh, and give ourselves what we need. And where that line is, I don't know, but I know that your health is more important. Because if you lose that, you don't have a business. You just don't have it. It's over. And so I just wanted to add that. And when you said about taking work to the doctor, I was doing all of that. And then one day, it was over. And I had to spend the last couple of years trying to get back to where I am today. So just wanted to add that. Back to you, Antonio. This is Susan. Back to you, Tempest. Oh, go ahead, Susan. I, I totally agree with Daryl. If you're in your business for the long haul, you must take care of your health. You're going to be more productive. You're going to be better. And, you know, you won't have dis-ease, which is disorder. And so everything that Daryl's going to be teaching and getting people on the right track for that um, is going to really carry you throughout the rest of your life in your business and your personal life. You know, you're doing all, we do all this for our families. And then if we don't have our health, we really don't have anything. So you must take care of it. All right. Good stuff. And Corey, well, since you got your hand up and I don't know Tim is writing all this down, we'll let you put a bow on it since you went already. And let's have it. Well, a lot of times the reason it, it, I think it varies from men to women um, because just by the way we are designed and created, I think it's a lot harder for women to detach from work because mostly everything is dependent on how your emotions are. Um, so I think that it's easier when you start writing down what is in your life that really presses you? What is in your life that makes you feel relaxed? What is it in your life that takes you to that place where you can just burst out laughing? Um, for me, I watch a lot of movies. I don't do TV, radio, uh, newspaper, but I watch a lot of comedy. And because during the day, there are going to be things that are going to trigger some, somewhat, some ups and downs of emotions. And you'll need that to pull that back up in your emotion mentally so that you can create the move for yourself. Because a lot of times we get so bogged down in paying bills and being responsible and being accountable that we forget a lot of times we're human. And the only time the human side really kicks in is when we start having breakdowns. 
when we're depressed, when, when we don't know what to do, when we lose someone. So those emotions bring us down, but they bring us down in a place where it's hard sometimes to recuperate quickly. Um, so I encourage you to start writing down the same way you run your business. You're going to have to dissect your life the same way you dissect your business. You're going to have to be more real with you about you and why you do the things and why you say the things you do. When you start dissecting and being accountable for you and the things that motivate you to get upset, the things that motivate you to have anxiety, the things that cause you to be depressed, when you start putting these things on a scale, you can see you go into autopilot. And once you start going into autopilot, you can say, oh, no, oh, no, I see it coming. I'm not going there today. I said I was going to be happy. And you can cut it off and start sending yourself into autopilot in other areas that make you feel better. So that's how you can separate your personal from your business is when you start looking at what triggers you go into autopilot and you can send it in the direction you want it to go in. Good stuff, man. Sure appreciate you. I'm going to hold the comments right now. Tempest, are you ready to be? I only heard it's a lot that you guys said. Everything should be addressed. But as far as me, I'm only going to address five, four things as far as I go. Tempest, you got it. I'm only addressing one thing because it's a thing that keeps coming up every time somebody unmutes their mic. Y'all are so focused on your distractions that you're consistent focusing on your distractions and not yourself and not your business. Oh, so-and-so got something to say about me. Let me focus on that distraction so I can deflect taking care of myself. Oh, somebody saying something about the way I parent. Let me focus and address the way that they coming mm. at me about being a parent and I'm deflecting uh, taking care of myself or taking care of my business. Y'all are mm. so caught up and distracted. Everybody who unmuted their mic, distraction, yep. distraction, 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 and you still ain't taking care of your business the way you think you're taking care of it. You ain't focused on your business. You focus on the smallest thing that you can focus on so you ain't got to address the big thing. Mm. Stop that. Stop, stop, stop playing, stop lying, stop dressing it up, stop trying to make it cute, stop trying to make it pretty. Y'all distracted. And you go stay distracted until you set some boundaries and say, mm. I've had enough. But y'all like it. Y'all like the distractions. <laughs> y'all like the distractions. Y'all like complaining, having something to complain about because you built your identity in the distractions. You built, mm. your, you built yourself in what you complain about. But you complain about things that are meant to take you off your course and instead of acknowledging it and saying thank you and moving forward with your journey you say oh let me go over here because i got something to say to you and you stay over here so long that you forget all about this business you forget all about yourself and you end up damn near dead you mm. end up in the hospital okay. you end up running back and forth to the doctor stressed out tired can't sleep ain't eating right because you distracted so stop, stop, stop saying that it's so-and-so's fault. They got something to say. They don't like it. Blah, blah, blah. They're going to be there regardless. 
it's your fault that you allow mm. the distractions to deter you. It's your fault that you said, pause my life, let me go over here. So stop that. Stop Stop that. I don't want to hear no more complaints. Y'all got boundary issues. Y'all got distraction issues. And you love it because you keep attracting it into it. You keep attracting it into your life. And you keep addressing it. So you keep going back and forth in that cycle <laughs> instead of getting back on your journey doing what you said you was here to do. Mm. Pastor? And there uh, <laughs> now y'all see why she runs multi million companies. Okay. Well let that quiet fool you. A girl know what she's talking about. And that it's all facts. And unfortunately I'm not gonna get no better with my comments, okay? What you should do is receive what she said. You gotta agree with it. Remember back in back in my army days they they, they write you up. I forget what it was called. Anyway, doesn't matter. UCMJ, Universal Code, Uniform Code of Military. Yeah, give it to me, Jerome. What was it? it was, I know it's UCMJ, Universal Code of Military you, Justice, something like that. Justice. Yeah, justice. Yeah, Uniform, uniform yes. Code of Military Justice. Uniform Code of Military Justice. I'll tell you what. I got me an Article 15. They done his 45 days of my wages and gave me 45 days extra duty. Sure did. I got me because I ain't never followed no rules. I never did. What Tempest just did, when she told y'all what it was, what it is, it's all facts. That's just how it is. You don't have to agree, but on that uniform code of military justice, they said concur or none concur. It meant you don't get this punishment. Now, do you concur with what was said? <laughs> Or do you none concur with what was said? Either way, you're going to get this Article 15. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that being said, you ain't got to agree with what she said. You don't have to concur or none concur, but go ahead and get your Article 15 she just gave you because that's just what it is. All right. Fantastic facts. And I would listen to Tempest. She retired in her 20s. She's very well able. She's just in her early 30s. I don't know if she want me to tell her age. And she's good. You can. I'm 31. She's 31 and worth more than everybody on this phone call combined. You should probably listen. All right. Now, here are my things. I think I got Deanna first. I love the distractions part. Oh, yeah, Deanna. There's no, listen, y'all trying to. We're trying to separate your work life from personal life. There's no separation. There's only people who separate such things are, are poor people. No offense to anyone. There is no separation. Okay. That's what you call a construct. You do know that if you were born in the in 500 AD, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say things like work life, personal life. You do know that, right? Like if I just lift you up out of this era, and put you in another era, work-life, personal-life balance wouldn't even be a thing. It was just you trying to make enough money to eat bread. Because that's what most people ate. 75% of their income went to bread. Today, 75% of your income goes to rent or mortgage. Okay? And you were lucky. You had to be a priest or royalty or a knight to eat meat. 
y'all eat meat every day. You get it? So if I just lift you up and put you in a different time area, it wouldn't be no work-life balance. That's stupid. It really is. And I'm going to tell you why I'm stressing it. Because if you got to pick your kids up and show them that mommy's a CEO, do so. See, everybody can't job with that. I have, you know what, let me not say it. Someone, I guess I'm going to have Tempest do it. Uh, Tempest, since you're on the mic, can you tell them what I am doing with my kids right now as far as foreign languages? You and your kids are learning Mandarin together? Right now. My kids, my two boys are learning Mandarin right now. They have no choice. I've convinced them it's fun. I've convinced them it's fun. It really, okay. I literally, I, they have no choice. When I get home or when I get to them, if they ain't do it, they know they got to stop and do it. They have no choice. Why? Because their daddy is learning Mandarin. Because their daddy has picked up business in China. And hear me well, why on earth would they business doing in China daddy do business in China, have a bank account in China and learn what you would call Chinese Mandarin or Cantonese and not take my doggone kids with me. Ain't no separation. I'm learning. So they learning. Do you understand? There's no separation. I'm not protecting them from having a hard time of learning a new language. They learned English. They learned text message language, didn't they? I'm come on. Text message language is a whole language. The whole thing. You ain't never LOL'd into the nineties, right? And the internet did yeah. that, right? I'm serious. They learned that. They're gonna learn Mandarin. Ain't no separation. My kids will be inconvenienced by their daddy's wealth. If I don't do that, they're going to be spoiled and tight a little brat. All my kids know, and I say this with all the division that is going to come out of my mouth, okay? All my kids know is a black father that employs over 100 people in different continents that never complain, takes care of people, and pays all the bills. That's all they know. They don't have no other reality. The oldest is 10. She's seen me have a job for a year. And somehow he still remembers that. It's crazy. We were struggling when the 10-year-old was here. Okay. No, it's four years on the line. It's four years. That's why he remembers. It's four years. He still remembers pizza from Little Caesar. That's where I was. I don't separate no more. If I'm learning, they learn. If I'm, that's why I homeschool them. I'm not telling all you to homeschool. I'm just saying homeschooling is real easy in Texas. If I take them, if I go to China, they go to China. If I go to India, I'm FaceTiming them from India. I just get that. I need to stretch their brains into what I'm experiencing. So when some little girl try to impress them, they daddy didn't already impress them. 
Am I making sense here? Ain't no separation. None whatsoever. Down, that's what I would tell you for sure. Stop separating. That's a poor people concept. Yeah, and then seriously, Will Smith, his kids are producers, actors, singers, and rappers. Do you think that was just because they were born that way? No. They didn't separate. And I hope you understand that. They did not separate. Don't separate. All these people you look up to, if Oprah had kids, that dog's going to child to be a talk show host, right? Or some sort of movie producer. You get it. All right, good. I'll leave that alone. I can teach <laughs> cybersecurity rap. <laughs> Second thing I wanted to address, Corey said something about the 10K stuff. You know, put that boundaries up. I got my boundaries in place right now. Ain't nobody got my number. Like 11 of y'all. 11 people on planet Earth got my phone number. Like 11. Seriously. I changed the whole thing. The lady, there's a lady right now getting a lot of calls. Somebody just told me yesterday. Because I changed my number. A lady getting a lot of calls. And she, she, she get a lot of calls right now. She get all of the calls people were talking about. That lady is pissed off. Let me tell you. She is upset. She is. She is. I changed my number. I had to. But not because of stress. I realized something that Corey was addressing, but I want to address it a lot stronger. Please receive this. I realized people need to start paying for access to me. And I had to get my confidence there first. I had to get my confidence there first. I had to get my confidence to the point where I realized I charged people that get in my space. Please receive that. I'm telling you right now, I'm a very accessible celebrity CEO guy, very accessible. I am, I did it on purpose, that's the model. But if you try to get closer, you're gonna pay. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious, you're gonna pay. You should receive that, because this will kill a lot of y'all strokes. Some of these phantom headaches y'all got, or you can't spend time with your kid, or this and that, you need to charge people to have access to you. I know that sounds real Republican-like. You know what? They right about that, ain't they? Let me tell you. No, I'm serious. Charge people to have access to you, even if you're a pastor. Okay? I ain't saying the church got charged. That ain't even happen. I'm saying you need to cut off an access to where you are good for the mission. There's a lot of used up lay leaders and pastors because they think they got to die for the church. No, your protagonist did that. Your Acts chapter six says, I don't want to pass out that bread. Get seven men among you. You pass that out so we can focus on the word. That's Acts chapter six. That's in there. I promise you it's in there. Stephen was the first of them. You understand what I'm saying? They're serious, okay? I realize that if you won't in my if you want one on one coaching for me, man, I got no problem with that. Six figures. That's what it is. And I'm about to go up. I'm about to go up. It just is what it is. Now somebody's hearing that and going, oh, that's wrong. No, it ain't. Ain't nobody else get, look how much I give you for free. So where you gonna get this at? where else you gonna get this? Ain't nobody else taking care of you like I'm taking care of you. Stop playing. No, 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 no. I give away everything. I'm not going to give away my health no more. 
I hope you receive this. You need to receive this as a guy worth $250 million, because that's how I'm talking to you right now. I'm talking to you as a guy worth a quarter of a billion dollars, chasing a billion. I'm not talking to you as no regular person. I'm talking to you like somebody net worth of $250 million. Charge access. And look, here's the, here's the crazy thing, Jared. The same people who are mad at me right now for saying this is the same people who will pay to go see their heroes. <laughs> you shouldn't be saying that, Antonio. <laughs> Real talk. You shouldn't be saying that, Antonio. But you're going to pay to go see Oprah. You're going to spend $1,000 for a ticket to be on the 19th row for Beyonce. But you want free front row with me. I'm not going to do that. We're not doing it anymore. That is how I solve my problem. It's also how I'm working out consistently. Because charge making you charge for me is now I got to ask myself, what am I going to charge for me? Because right now, the pain to be with me is the pain of my chest hurt right now from working out. I had to charge myself pain to have access to my health. I did a, I did 188, uh, what was it? 180 push-ups day before yesterday. I did 180 push-ups day before yesterday. I did first 45 push-ups in less than 45 seconds. After that, that 46 push-ups, I damn near died. I ain't lying. I'm, I'm not lying. I, I almost died doing that 46. And I had to cry all the way to get to 100. Took a little break and then went back out and I tried to go to another 100. I stopped at 80. I couldn't do it no more. And I told Simba this morning, I'm so glad I listened to my body because it, it, it won't even move right now. <laughs> it won't even move. <laughs> it's just, I'm moving my arms through the elbow. Just elbow only. I'm just moving like this here. Right? I'm not even trying to move but my, my, my arms and stuff. Serious. Let people and, and listen. You don't be worth two hundred fifty million dollars to get that that to get that lesson. Your business won't grow until you charge people access to get to you. I'm serious. So when you go out there, hey, I know this network marketing company. Yay! All right. Let's say, hey, Mo, what what you making? I tell you what, you can find out what I'm making when you pay. When you get this free trial, I'll tell you. It'll make your life a whole lot easier. Now, pay attention. Imagine the type of people I'm attracting into my life now that I got fully in my mind. You're going to pay to have access to me. If you don't know, I invite you to look at my podcast. I got a few podcasts. But if you look at the Secrets of Success podcast, they're billionaires and millionaires on that podcast. The moment I start charging access to me, the moment billionaires start showing up. I'm sitting down man to man or man to woman with billionaires and millionaires because I decided that's the only people need to be in my reality. So congratulations to all of y'all because you're in my reality. Clearly, you're the billionaire and the millionaire. Give yourself a round of applause. 
you, you may not have it now, but you got to have it because I'm only attracting those people into my life. Why? Because I've developed a hundred billion dollar mindset. Tempest knows I put out that public now. I'm going for a hundred billion dollars. Money's not the motivation. This is something. This is something I need to do so great that I need to be a hundred billionaire to do it. It's that great. I need that much money to get it done. Okay. And when you adopt a hundred billion dollar mindset, you stop entertaining distractions, as Tempest said. Yeah, I don't even have to cut people out of my life no more. They just vibrate themselves out. We ain't done. All right, let me let me go ahead and do these this last one. Michelle G. Which I don't I don't know where to I don't know where to separate. I got you, Michelle. I got you. I want you to recognize the difference between the tree and the fruit that comes from the tree. Last thing I say, Tim, is back to you. I want you to recognize the difference between the tree. But hold on, I'm sorry. Does everyone receive charging access to you? I just got to check in my spirit that somebody has not received that yet. It ain't you. You got it. Yo, my family called me, and I don't answer their phone call because my family has proven to me my experience with you cost me money. And health. I know y'all got a perfect family. My family is dysfunctional. Part of my family can't stand that I made it. The other part of my family think I'm bougie because I did. Hey, man. You can't grow up in a family that only known poverty and then fool around and then get to me and then they like you. Y'all, y'all read too many Disney fairy tales. That don't happen that way. It don't happen that way. It does not. Now I'm the one that is supposed to go back to 14-year-old angry Tony when they adopted me because I'm adopted into my family, or I'm supposed to finance everybody crazy ideas. I'm not doing that. Receive that, please. Before I, I know I should have gone, but... I need you to receive, charge people to have access to you, even if they're your mama. Even if they're your mama, charge to have access. Please. Some of you, you can't, some of you, some of you have, are offended. And the mere fact that you are offended proves where you're going to end up in poverty or prosperity. Because offended people don't get abundant. There is no offense in abundance. The more you keep getting offended, the more you prove yourself in poverty. Now, that last thing I was going to get to, I don't know why I went back, but I did. Know the difference between a tree and a fruit. This is Michelle G talking, right? I don't know where to start. I got you. I feel you, Michelle. There's something that I get that I'm going to now share to you. I had to tell, I had to tell the mother of my children, okay? Fantastic mother. Fantastic. Would y'all like me to... Some of y'all ain't for the lights, okay? Fantastic. Fantastic mother. She is. She's taking care of for the rest of her life. Oh, you're going to pay attention to what I'm about to say, though. She got mad at me. He ain't this no more. Blah, blah, blah. 
my kids is my life. Wait a wait a minute now. Yeah, wait a minute. Y'all gonna pay attention to this shit, and you ain't gonna like it, but that ain't my problem. Without me, wouldn't be my kids. Without you, mother, wouldn't be these kids. What you're going to do is appreciate and worship the tree, which is these parents, and not put these kids over the parents. That's the problem. Because if me and you don't be in great harmony, we teach these kids how to be in relationships. You ain't not like that. You ain't not like that. That's facts. What we not finna do is call these kids kings and my 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 whatever you whatever that cra- crazy stuff you do, and then run over the dad. No, we not gonna do that. No, 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 no. We not gonna do that. That's not it. And I'm not about to talk crazy about women or you. So these boys don't grow up and respect women. Do you understand? They mama perfect. They daddy perfect. Do you understand? And if we ain't perfect, well, shit, get over it. I don't know what else to, where to, where to say. Okay? Get over it, right? We did the best we could with what we had. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm serious. We did the best we could with what we had, don't you? Nah. Y'all ain't grow up in poverty, and we ain't cuss each other out. Go on out there and make something be better than us. That's when you understand the tree is more important than the fruit. Listen, I'm not telling you I won't die for my kids. They are so important to me that I will. But I got a great understanding that they mama is more important than them. Some of y'all can't handle that. I see it on social media all the time. I see it on social media all the time. It's a question on social media to say, who do you feed first? The kids or, or the dad or the kids? or the mama. It's the doggone parents. This ain't up for question. You feed the tree first. And the tree takes care of the fruit. Then the fruit has respect for the doggone tree. Or you have a bunch of fruit out there disrespecting trees. And y'all seen it. Bunch of men that don't respect women. I ain't raising that. And I don't suggest you don't do the same. So when you try to decide, Michelle and others, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. You start at the doggone tree. Without the tree, ain't no fruit. Ain't no business. Right? There is no business without you. I mean that. <laughs> I know y'all can't. Look, some of y'all can't. I'm just a strong, confident, alpha male. I get it. I'm just blah, blah. I get it. I know. I know some of y'all going to blame it on that. I get it. But I'm talking some old folks sense right now. If men and Donia had some babies, I tell you what, some babies going to respect the Donia. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to put it to the guy now. If me and Jerome had some babies, see, now, now I'm being fair. All right, now I'm being fair. I'm being fair. <laughs> Sorry for making you same sex, Jerome, but you know what? That's all right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You'll be all right, okay? You'll be, you'll be cute with it, too. Yes. Yes. Gay people need sexy people, too, Jerome. Yes. And you are sexy. It's your chocolate funny self. All right. <laughs> Good. 
I'm gonna pray for you. If me and Jerome have babies, okay, he he gonna he gonna have the baby. I ain't giving birth to nothing. Let me just tell you, yeah, I ain't doing it. Uh, women are much stronger than men in that. Then the babies gonna have to respect Jerome. One of the worst things that we do when we have blended families is we don't get some kids to respect that spouse. Respect yourself, Michelle, myself, everybody. Tree come first. It does. Wouldn't be no doggone fruit without the tree. All right, Texas. We still got some more to go. Yeah, I went too far, but it was too real. It needed to be said. <laughs> it needed to be said. Yeah, dog, no separation. I'm serious. Take care of your doggone kids, but you take care of the tree them kids came from first, even if you ain't with that tree no more. The mother of my children would never have to pay for nothing ever again. And my kids know that. You understand? I'm trying to help y'all. I'm trying to, am I making some sense? Tim, am I making some sense? I gave a half without her having to ask. That's how you behave as an adult, especially a doggone man. All right, Tim, go ahead before I say something else stupid. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> well, let's take a few questions and comments, dear. <laughs> I, look, I done, somebody go hear this podcast. I'm getting some emails tomorrow about this. They're going to be upset. Upset, especially the young folks. I got a comment. Especially young folks. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, when, you, when you made that comment about um, having to make sure that people um, pay for access to you, it, mm -hmm. it really hit home with me because something happened to me. It happened about a month ago, and it involved Daryl. And then from that conversation, you said a couple of things, and those things combined had my head spinning in reference to where yeah. I'm going and where I'm headed. Then you taught me some things about how to make my business work and whatever like that. And I said to myself, I said, Jerome, you got to make some serious decisions moving forward and you need to talk to Antonio, but you can't come to him sideways. You got to come to him with a plan. You got to come with him with a purpose. You got to come with him and say, Antonio, here's what's going on, boom, 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 so forth and so on like that. But I wasn't ready to come and talk to you. A couple days came came by and I said, Drone, write down those notes, get this done. You really need to talk to Antonio. And that morning when I was saying I needed to talk to you, the phone rings and here's Grace. And I'm sitting there going, uh-uh. Talk about vibration. Talk about book. And then the, and what was crazy was some of the things I needed to talk about to you, you were talking about to me. I was like, whoa. Look at that. And that was, it was, and so and that made me feel good because, in a sense of, well, Antonio, let me even know. Get it together, get yourself organized because this is about my business moving forward and I need to be on the same sheet of music moving forward. But for you to call me that day and I said, you know, you got to get this done, drum before next week. And then bingo, there was a call that blew me away. Blew yep. me away. Right on the money. So, that's it, man. You're vibrating the same frequency. 
You yeah. definitely should charge. I'm telling you, charge people access. I can't take care of Shannon Tempest if everybody calling me. I'm telling you, charge people for access. That's why I changed my number. Don't nobody got my number. Don't nobody got my number. And if you got my number, consider yourself quite righteous and lucky. It's 11 to 15 of y'all. You got my number. My number, when it rings and I don't recognize the number, first off, I ain't give it away. You understand? Secondly, I don't owe nobody no money. I have no obligation to answer this phone call. I don't owe nobody no money, and I ain't gave that number to my phone. Nah, I ain't doing that. Charge access. I don't care where you are in business. Charge access. They want you. They want to coach with you. Charge access. If you just did set on giving it free, I just told Darren, can you tell him what I told you about? We just had this conversation. I said, what you should do if you're going to do it for free anyway? Record it. <laughs> Record just it. Just like that. It is a, a way of generating more business. Boom. So if you want to coach, you want to get a free coach from Darrell, he's going to record it and he's going to make a sales fund out of it. He's going to take your one hour of interrupting his time and he's going to get paid for it for the rest of his life. Man, I am saying something. I hope somebody got that. All right. Y'all get my, y'all get my Republican side right now. Yeah, buddy. I'm, telling you, I'm independent if you wonder. But I sure got a lot in common with some folks that don't like paying taxes. I also got a lot in common with folks who need food stamps, too, because that's how I got here. Let me tell you. <laughs> Government programs got me rich. I dug it. I needed food stamps to survive. <laughs> I know both sides. I know both sides. Who else got some comments and questions? I'm, I'm listening. I ain't heard from Adonia. I ain't heard from Shannon. These are two powerful women that got something to say. My friend Denise Hill. I'm saying I want to hear something. How can we? I, you know what? After all that, I mean, Antonio, I have the utmost respect for all the men on this on this platform because you guys are showing us what real men look like. So I'm proud to just be amongst all of you. And see you as the leader. I cannot tell you how much respect I now have for you. I'm very. I'm telling you, when I first met you at Les Brown, I said, "Okay, he kind of good looking, but that dude is arrogant." <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean that negatively. It's just you. You walked around like, don't you see me? I mean, you just have this. But now I get it. You have confidence. So I'll replace the word arrogance with confidence. And I'm proud. I'm just proud to be amongst you. I really am. Well, I appreciate you, Shannon. Cause what's that? How do you how you describe me, Shannon? Yeah, it's it's perfect. Is that what it is? Arrogantly humble is what she says. I am. <laughs> that is perfect. That's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> you know what? I'll head it out tomorrow. You show it right. Seriously. Yeah, right. Yeah, it got to be a t-shirt company. So all right. She will hook up. I might give you a cut. I might get the cut. I want to hear from somebody. Tip said that you, ooh, your identity is in your distractions. And you like it. Ooh, that hurts. That hurts. And that's the truth, though. That hurts. Go ahead, Michelle T. <laughs> I, you know what, she is completely right, and it mm. was just her saying that was confirmation for me, 
because I actually came to the realization that I, me having lupus, I've been, and other health issues, I've been struggling with that ever since I was diagnosed. And when I say struggle, I mean struggle. And to a point that I literally, I, a few years ago, I did. I tried to commit suicide because I was tired of living in pain and dealing with it all. And from from me doing that, last year I came with a uh, um, bullying, depression, and suicide workshop. And then I was still struggling, though. So I just finally realized I just need to accept it. This is my journey. I have to walk it and just deal with it. Walk it and just keep moving. And honestly, since I've done that, I've been happier, a lot happier. I've been, um, I've I've just been different. I've it's there's a difference, and I see the difference in myself. So I'm. Pretty sure other people that are around me see it as well. And she was, like I said, she was completely, everything she said was facts. And it was confirmation for me. No doubt. No doubt. Well, first off, let us, if you guys don't mind, let's unmute our mics. Let's pour some energy into Michelle G. Let us celebrate the fact that she got her self-pad suicide. Amen. Come on. Good job. You deserve every bit of that. And listen, I'm telling y'all around here, I mean, y'all, y'all need to learn how to celebrate people, you know, because in fact, two things you can take from that, and I'm sure Tempest would agree. There's a lot of people when she was thinking about taking her life that walk right past her. They knew nothing about it. You never know who's one hug away from suicide. Right, I'm telling, I'm telling you, you never know. Go ahead, go ahead, Michelle. Go ahead. And what you just said about people walking past and not even realizing or pay attention, my family were the first ones. That time worked. With the, I mean, with the exception of my daughters, I mean, my siblings, and I'm talking about my blood, my aunt, they. Well, I can't say all of them because my mother's side of my family, they were the ones. And I had to distance myself. And that is when I started coming to the realization that I had to deal with me. I had to take care of me and worry about me. I couldn't help everybody anymore. I couldn't be there for everybody anymore. Yeah, no, don't feel bad for that. My my family, both sides, let me be homeless in a trash can. Let me be through CPS because I was bad. And they said stuff like, I'm not going to take on nobody else's problems. That ain't my son. See, I didn't have problems. I was pissed off because I didn't have parents. There is a difference. There is a big difference. Right? So I get it. I definitely get it. Corey, Tempest back to you at the court. Um, 
I think that our struggles really make us who we are. Um, I think that, you know, in 93, they told me I had six months to a year to live, possibly in no, and I could never have children. But I stand before all of you as a, a man who has no ailments and I have three children. And I think that where it really matters is what is your faith like? I don't care what religion you choose, we all have one God. But the real connection is, is where is your faith? If, if your faith relies in, or you're motivated by someone else motivating you, you will never have a platform that's solid enough to hold your weight. You have to build a platform for yourself that is foundational for you. But it starts by being real with you about you and realizing that you being alive is not just about you. It's a whole lot of people who are fighting and they're waiting to decide which way they're gonna go. They're either gonna give up or gonna press through by watching you go through. So everything that God has allowed to happen to you, it's not all about punishment. Some things is just to get you to refocus. Cause we all focus on everything negative and that's all we talk about. That's why I don't look at the news, I don't read the newspaper because all they do is fill you with a lot of pain and disappointment. And then you start pouring it into your spirit. And before you know it, you become that pain and disappointment for somebody else, mainly you. So I encourage you that when you start building your platform, just remember that, yes, it will have some nicks and cracks in it that you created. But at least you know how to stand on it if you create them. So be encouraged. And I stand with you all and know that whatever you're going through is just to push you forward. Mm, fantastic. You know, I just, you just gave me an idea. So I, I don't have, I'm not going to have any closing thoughts for this call. I'm going to let Tempest and Shannon close us out. Y'all don't know. That's a different class. Y'all ain't seen that connection before, but I can assure you there's a class. There's a 40 week class that Tempest and Shannon teach with me. Y'all ain't ready yet. Okay. <laughs> but before we get to Tempest and Shannon, it was Mo Williams. I have a feeling that you, you, you may need to say something. I know you got your hand up, but I don't want to get past you because I think you may need to say it. Good evening. Thank you, Antonio. Um, yes, ma'am. First, I want to start off by saying what you, what you celebrate accelerates. So a lot of us need to really be aware of any small thing we may think it's small but to that person it may not be small so we need to celebrate everything just really be I think be aware of that because a lot of people are just waiting to be celebrated you know it doesn't have to be huge milestones just little things are, are you know are due for a celebration and I want to go back to that thing you said about respecting the other parent I'm glad you understand. That really, oh my goodness, that just, that resonated with me. I have my 12-year-old um, son here with me right now. Um, he he goes to school in Kentucky at an all-boys um, school, Carter G. Woodson Academy. And a lot of times he want to call me and try to pit me against his dad. Well, my dad said this, and he's always yelling this, this, and that. And he always talking smack. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, Micah. That's your dad. 
and you need to respect him in the fact that he loves you, he cares for you, and he's your dad. And if he's on you, then you must be doing something for him to be on you. I'm not going to take my son's side and let him, you know, pit me against his father because at the end of the day, that's his father. And he needs to learn at 12 how to be respectful of his father. I don't know if that is reciprocated on the other side of his dad. Well, yeah, I will say that his dad, for the most part, you know, wants to ensure that um, that Micah respects me as his mom. And I, I just see so many homes where now they're going through a divorce and they want to say, well, your mama, this and this and that. And that, that is just so not cool. You should never, ever disrespect or allow people around you to dis- disrespect the other parent that's not there because it's not fair, it's not right, it's disrespect- disrespectful, as well as it's teaching the children that it's okay for them to then disrespect the other parent. And that I just think that's that's what's wrong with that is so what's wrong with the world right now and i just think if people would spend more time in their own lane making sure that they're a better person themselves stop trying to fix everybody else and start with your with yourself be the best expression of yourself and then you will in turn you will be able to get the best from other people so i just wanted to say that and oh one last thing i don't allow a lot of people to pour into me to pour into my life. I'm very, very selective. I'm, I'm on these calls with multimillionaires. Why? Because I'm a multimillionaire. I have learned to put people on the LA list. That means limited access. If I see you calling my phone and all you do is mope and complain and gripe about this and this and that, you're going to voicemail. Ain't nobody got time for that. Thank you so much for allowing me to share. You're very welcome. Thank you, Corey, too. I forgot to thank you before she talked. I don't have no phone. That's where I'm at in my life. <laughs> Tempest, Shannon, y'all got it. Who do you want to go first? Oh, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I have submitted to the women folk who are wiser and smarter than me. I'm taking my rightful place as the man who needs to shut up. That's smart. I can go first and let the CEO close it out. Huh? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I came in on the tail end right when Tony told me I was a billionaire, so I was not able to make the whole call. Um, But I came in right on time because I needed to hear that. I have learned that the most my son is waving at y'all sorry i've learned that the most supreme and efficient thing that anyone can do for themselves is to learn to be aware when you are aware you are open and when you are open you are able to determine what it is you will receive The problem that we sometimes have in life and with distraction is that we close to distractions. You you close and you should not. You should be open to a distraction and you should openly reject. When you close, you trapped within you. 
And so it's always going to be there because you've enclosed yourself around it. But when you remain open and we close out of protection, I got to protect myself from my sick uncle. I got to protect myself from my bothersome aunt. I got to protect myself from all these people around me. And all that protection is doing is building this wall around you. And not only are you protecting yourself from them, but you're also keeping your dreams and your destiny at bay. So you have to trust your destiny enough to be open. And then you have to trust yourself enough to know that you can trust yourself to reject what's not supposed to come in. Not close, just say no. And the more you learn to do that, the more things will, in my experience, they just won't come. When you, re when you reject something enough, it'll stop coming to you. It'll stop, it'll stop showing itself because you're recreating your reality. And that's one of the things that I've loved doing by coming into groups like this. Just coming on the call, not saying a word, you receive energy. You receive fuel to keep your doors open. You receive energy and strength to reject what needs to be rejected and to receive what needs to be received. I was the queen of distractions. Now I'm focused like a locust. But it was because I opened myself up to this community, to these people, to brick by brick. Just started off as a podcast with Tony and Tempest were like starting their business. Y'all gotta go back and check that out. And it's grown into something so big. They didn't get that by closing themselves off. They got that by opening themselves up and learning to let people fall away and learn to reject what didn't serve. And I'm glad they taught it to me too. I'm done. Ah, thank y'all for joining us for Brick by Brick. I am not a re-preacher. I know when it's time to close the doors of the church and shut down. Thank y'all so much for joining us for this live edition. If you're listening and you're not, haven't been able to watch us, you need to join us live. It's a different energy, different experience. Antonio and I would love to see your smiling faces. Um, thank you all so much. Have a blessed and wonderful week, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. All right, everybody. <laughs> y'all look at the last comment in chat. Look at the last comment in chat so you can get on share this marriage for me. Yes. <laughs> I want to talk to you about your goals and your dreams. What are you waiting for? You waiting for someone to dress you in success? Yeah. That's not going to happen. Life was meant to be about laughter, joy, and abundance. There's no shortage of money, and success is your moral obligation. But you're still in a thinking mode. You haven't quite worked your way to saying yes. It's time for you to work, grind. Your business needs you to move from a walk to a run. You have been praying for this opportunity. You've been waiting for owners who will look out for your best interest and send most of the money back into the field. Well, ATS is that company. This is what you have been praying for. So now it's on you. Will you care enough about your business to actually take all the freshman level classes? Will you care enough about your business to move towards the sophomore classes and beyond? Over here, we're giving away all the information that takes you to get the six and seven figures and beyond. Over here, we're not satisfied 
satisfied until 97% of our company is actually making money. We're not looking to get rich. We're looking to make you rich. And by default, we'll share an experience of that success with you. You will learn how to do all social media ads. Here, you will learn how to get on a sales call and convert energy into income. Here, you will learn how to code your own app for your business, set up your social media pages, and learn how to build million-dollar sales funnels. And we will give all that information to every single person who wants it. If you want to quadruple your retirement, this is the place. If you want to bring a customer into the company and have the company do most of the work for you to keep them paying you every single month, this is the place. If you want to benefit from the company's success, this is the place. If you want a company to email your customers money-making tips every single day that keeps them loyal to your downline, this is the place. You and I both know the world and how we used to make money, it has changed. You and I both know that all the tactics that you used to use to produce good results, they don't work the way they once did. How many people do you know that have not adjusted to this information age and now they are out of business? Ask yourself, how much more time do you have to waste and be out of business. Here's my advice to you. Stop passing up on opportunities because you're afraid to take another loss. Fear is the enemy of wealth and comfort is the repellent of millions. Will you answer the call? Or will you just get excited and be like, wow, this is a great video and do nothing. The choice is yours. Let us celebrate your retirement. Let us celebrate your millions. Let us celebrate you and break you through the glass. This is ATS and this is your moment. determined to be rich the middle class is not for me i need news that cares about me and not news that's gonna scare me or make me mad at another people i need news without politics and i want news that will point me to the money this is the news where it happens the moments that change the world these are the stories we need the info that we care about we only give you news that puts money in your pocket and the news that gives us an advantage this is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire. Tomorrow. This is journalism that helps the world we live in. This is Mexit News.